Welcome to America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Thanks so much for joining us and welcome into America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner, Chaz Price, and myself. My name is Chris Swan. Here's how you reach out, 419-794-3030. That's the phone number once again, 419-794-3030, always online, ARHQ.com. Today on the show, we're going to talk about how to spot fake financial news, what AI technology can you use to become a better educated investor, and we're going to discuss the one retirement expense that a lot of people underestimate, all this and more. But first, let me check in. The band's back together. Got Nolan, Scott, and Chaz all here. So, guys, uh, glad to be with you. How are you? We do have the band back together. Yes. We're doing great. Uh, my son's uh, playing hockey in the Toledo Cherokees, and uh, his team is winning the division right now. So mm. pretty exciting hockey times. And uh, Andrew's back home from college, and uh, things are great. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm I'm back from a, a, a long, a much needed vacation. Um, took my wife and I went on a cruise. It was her first cruise ever. She had a great time. Uh, we're already looking to spend uh, another uh, adventure on the open waters, which was pretty cool. But um, glad to be back. Glad to be uh, sitting here on the radio and, and uh, with everybody here and, and back at it. Yeah. <clears throat> Chris, sorry. Yeah, I'm trying to keep the, the wheels on today. Um, <laughs> uh, I got vaccinations for hepatitis A, B, typhoid fever, malaria. I'm getting ready to go on a, you know, the with the wedding and mm-hmm. the um, honeymoon. So I'm just barely hanging on, but I'm here. So that's dedication. <laughs> right? it. That is dedication. We appreciate, we appreciate you, you know, uh, what is it? The post offices and neither rain nor sleet nor, you know, whatever, right. whatever shots you get. So we appreciate <laughs> all three of you being here and, uh, and joining in and imparting wisdom with the, uh, the listeners and viewers, hopefully get them, uh, more confident about their retirement. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and dive in here with, you know, obviously there are some retirement savers that are tuned in today that probably already have a financial advisor, but they may also have a sneaking suspicion that maybe their current advisor is, is missing something. Do you guys offer an opportunity for someone to see you, you know, for a second opinion? If so, how does that work? And, and what are some of the common things that you see when you take a look at their plan? I would say it's extremely common that people want to get a second opinion. Uh, I just actually, before I jumped on the radio today, I uh, had a conversation with uh, a potential new client. And, you know, she just decided, uh, even though she'd worked with an advisor for a long time, this particular advisor was getting closer to retirement age. Uh, she felt really wasn't listening to kind of what her concerns were, uh, wasn't, you know, really working as hard as he used to be and kind of had, had drifted away. So there can be a variety of different reasons on why people you know, maybe you want to get a second opinion. Um, and it you could be, you know, either the first time tuning into the show, or as many of you know, we've been on here on uh, Toledo's largest talk station, WSBD, for over 20 years now. If you haven't got a second opinion from us, what I encourage you to do is give us a call. Uh, we'd be happy to have a conversation with you, 419-794-3030, or go to the website, ARHQ.com. When people get a second opinion from us, here's exactly what you can get. The first thing is, is you get an opportunity to sit down and let's just have a visit. We'll have an hour conversation. Within that, what we're going to do is we're going to then be able to create a one-page financial roadmap inventory for you to show you what everything looks like on a one-page summary. Next thing that we can do is, number two, is stress test your plan to determine the probability of success and identify where are some of the biggest threats currently in your portfolio and where there could be some additional opportunities. We're going to provide that in a portfolio analysis, which will give you a grade point average. You'll, You'll see how optimized your overall portfolio is. Scott, I know you'll talk about health care, mm-hmm. cost reduction strategies, discuss long-term care asset protection, and then we'll summarize all that in our observations in a team action plan. So when people come in and they want to get together with us and they want to have kind of a second opinion, 
I know that uh, oftentimes we give them the very clear, valuable information, and then whether they choose to work with us or not, it's not a high-pressure sales pitch. It's an opportunity to get better educated about your investments so you can make smarter decisions. Scott, I know you do uh, second opinions on health insurance mm -hmm. as well. What do you find when you're talking to people about the things that they like on a second opinion? I, I run into that all the time. You know, One of the things I do is I offer free reviews, which is exactly what we're saying, you know, a second opinion. You know, it's surprising to me the number of people um, that I meet on a day-to-day -day basis with healthcare or Medicare, and uh, they have a financial advisor, but they don't do a review of their health insurance. You know, I had a client in this past week, and, uh, you know, they're looking to figure out how they may be able to retire at uh, 63 years old. And one, um, did you meet with a, your advisor to go over the insurance plan that you currently have and <clears throat> she looked at me like a, a stare well you know during the headlights she said no i haven't talked to him at all i said well you know i was looking at the plan that you currently have and it looks like to me based on the information you gave me you're paying quite a bit more for your prescription drug plan than you probably should be and uh she says i've never heard from the guy since i signed up which was two years ago so second opinions are very very good you know and, and uh, you know that's part of the reason why we work together nolan you know why i come over here and you know four years ago and is because we work and, and create a comprehensive plan for people we'll sit down and we'll analyze what their needs are and we'll create a comprehensive plan to help them move through their uh, health insurance vision for the retirement. If they're retiring prior to age 65, then what we do is we look at how are we going to maximize their uh, earning spendings with uh, lowering their reportable income. You know, and there's several ways that we do that, but these are things that that we put together a comprehensive plan that's going to show exactly how you can maximize your income strategies to lower your monthly expenses and uh, hopefully retire early. You know, this guy was 63 years old; he's looking to retire at the end of uh, 2024, and uh, we were able to put a comprehensive plan together and you know pull that trigger and, and you know retire before 65 and then 63 years old. One thing I would add to that, too, is when I guess the majority of the requests that I get for second opinion generally come from existing clients referrals. So people that are friends or mm -hmm. family of existing clients that refer us. And one of the things, if you don't have that trusted person that's looking out for you and recommending a good financial advisor, you're obviously going to do some research. Everybody Googles everything these sure. days. But it's important for you before you start talking to an advisor to make sure that you're clear on what you're looking for. Because uh, not all financial advisors are cons are considered equal. Essentially, you've got income specialists and then you have accumulation specialists. So feel free to, to browse around on our website. Uh, we make it very clear. We're, we specialize and work almost exclusively with clients over the age of 55 that are in or really approaching that retirement deadline because it is a, a, a completely different lifetime of learning. Um, and then also, you know, be very specific um, with what you're looking for from, from that advisor as well. So if you're looking for um, projections or investment advice or um, you want somebody to put everything together in, in one comprehensive plan, that's really where I think we shine. Sure. I mean, if, if you're just looking for somebody to bounce stock ideas off of, it may not be uh, the best fit. But if you're looking for somebody comprehensively and specifically we're talking about taxes, if your your advisors or your second opinions aren't talking to you about taxes, thank them kindly and, you know, you know, go on about your day. But I think that's one of the areas where the real expertise lies is in helping people keep more of what they want. And that's what we specialize in. Yeah, you know, so how do I get a second opinion from a financial advisor? Well, it's very simple. You take that first step and, uh, you know, maybe check family, friends, and then, you know, who do you use? One of the things that I do with every client that I meet is I ask them, uh, do you have a financial plan put in place and do you have a financial advisor? If not, I 
you know, obviously refer the both of you uh, clients. So that is actually asking for a second opinion as well. So that's kind of what it looks like here. If there was a glaring mistake or something that, that was being overlooked in your retirement plan, it's kind of like if there was a leak in your house, when would you want to know? I think as soon as possible. And that is where having the benefit of a second opinion really comes into play. Uh, picking up the phone, scheduling a time to speak with the team at America's Retirement Headquarters. They can show you if there are changes, if there are things that aren't being taken into consideration, like taxes, like healthcare expenses, things that you may not have thought about in, in the working world. And, and you know, rightly so, you've, you've got enough to focus on at that point. But as you ease into retirement, it's making sure that all your T's are crossed and all your I's are dotted. And that is where having that second opinion really comes into play. So the number, 419-794-3030. Once again, 419-794-3030. Schedule a time to speak with them, have that second opinion, and really uh, tighten up your retirement prospects. You can also go online, arhq.com. When it comes to retirement expenses, there is one item that Americans get wrong, and that is how much they're going to spend on healthcare and medical. They told a survey, a Fidelity survey, that over a 20-year retirement, they think it's going to be around $41,000, but Research shows the real estimate is $315,000. That is a huge disparity. And guys, that doesn't even include long-term care. So what is their reaction when you point out the difference and and how do you help them plan for that? Well, their reaction is kind of like that uh, blank expression on their face, that stare, their eyes are real big and they're like, what? I didn't think I was going to spend that much money in retirement and on healthcare. You know, one of the big problems and misconceptions of, of um, you know, health insurance in, in, in retirement is, you know, I've got Medicare, it's going to cover everything. Well, that's not the case at all. First, you know, like you mentioned, Chris, uh, long-term care. Long-term care is not covered in Medicare. If you don't have a long-term care policy put in place, there's no coverage for that. And long-term care is a huge expense. You know, we talk about that a lot, and we, we're, uh, you know, looking to talk more about the caregivers and the the stress that that has on caregivers. But long-term care is not not included at all in Medicare, and those could be significant. You know, you're looking at upwards of eighty-five to a hundred thousand dollars a year in long-term care costs. You know, that's one way to blow up a, a um, retirement plan for sure, right? You know, but so so one of the things that that we do, and one of the things that I do with Medicare or health benefits in retirement is I look at a, a, a average of what are you looking to spend, right? So an average 65-year-old in retirement, if you go with a Medicare supplemental plan and you match and equal the benefits of an Advantage plan, you're going to be looking at roughly $3,500 a year. Now, if those rates don't go up, which they do, but if they didn't go up, if you're looking at 3,500 a year over a 20-year period, you know, you're looking at roughly $70,000. That's not taking into account the Medicare Part B premium, which is another, you know, a couple grand there as well. So you're looking an average couple of 65 years old spending 3,500 bucks a year for a supplement with dental, vision, and hearing added in, you know, roughly 120,000 a year each. You know, that's 240000 right there, and that's not taking into account the out-of-pocket expenses that you're going to pay for your prescriptions. You know, one of the things I find is your prescription costs are very, very high. That's probably what's driving most of the uh, Medicare expenses and costs out of pocket. So, you know, if you're not looking, you know, like we mentioned in a previous segment, you know, a second opinion, I encourage you to get a second opinion. You know, um, Nolan, you and I met with a client um uh, at the end of last year, and they were looking to retire, and uh, we we built a comprehensive plan, put it together, so they were able to retire. But we were looking at keeping their expenses low, and you know they're looking at paying roughly, uh, I think it was like twenty five hundred bucks a year in premium because we were able to keep their their uh, um, income reportable income low, but that's with a nine thousand dollar deductible. You know, so you're looking at at least eleven, twelve thousand dollars in a spend if you have any type of catastrophic claim or anything, uh, you know, during retirement. It's, it's a lot more expensive than a lot of people think. They really don't know, and an advisor, a lot of advisors out there, just don't go through that breakdown with them. 
Well, it's a matter of shopping out your insurances and knowing how to navigate the system. You know, we just did this recently with our, our home and auto insurance as I've added a couple more cars to the mm-hmm. fleet of cars that I have. <laughs> right. um, but, you know, we were able to find a 20% savings by just looking around out there. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, part of the value, getting a second opinion. And I think for those of you that are listening, you need to uh, realize if you're before the age of 65, so if you're looking at retiring before 65 and you're going to get health insurance from the Affordable Care Act, what you need to understand is it's an income, not an asset-based test, and this is exactly right. how we can help you out. Uh, I think of another example, Gary and Teresa, age 63 and 62, have an income goal of $70,000 a year. You know, their original plan was to draw money out of their retirement account, and if you looked at the gold plan on healthcare.gov, it was estimated to be about $2,279 a month. But option number two is what we did is we showed them you know how to take income from another investment source uh, taken out of a non-countable not retirement account and by doing that the health care cost was lowered by one thousand three hundred and twenty seven dollars a month so their new premium is only nine hundred and fifty two you know saving them a tremendous amount sure. of money putting it back in their pocket and for those of you that are over the age 65 making sure that you understand the amount of income that you get is also going to impact what your Medicare premium costs are so if you're worried about navigating that and you want to get uh, somebody that you can talk to, not have to call an 800 number, talk to somebody over the phone and repeat over and over again what you're looking for, but you want to get a, an independent financial professional's opinion on what you should do uh, with your health care costs, that's exactly what I think Scott and the team at America's Medicare Associates will do when you're trying to figure out how much will health care costs help me in retirement. And then we take it a step further. And like what we had talked about with the group that recently came out to our event at Urban Pine uh, Winery is we talked about now how to then leverage your existing assets to get you some protection if in the event down the road you or your loved one needed some long-term medical care. And we were showing people how to do that without buying traditional long-term care. So a lot of great solutions. But when you think about, again, the estimates that are out there showing $315,000 is what the average uh, retirees are going to spend over a 20-year retirement time. Uh, it can add up, and navigating that landscape is why it's a good idea uh, to get professional guidance, I think, uh, moving you down that path. Once again, the value of that second opinion coming in where, you know, if you thought you were going to be spending 41000 and then ended up, you know, having to actually foot the bill for, what, nine times that amount, that can really put your retirement in jeopardy. So just being aware of that is one thing. And then developing a strategy to uh, to work through that is, is the whole other thing. And it starts with that phone call, 419-794-3030. Or you can also go to the website as well, arhq.com. Now, where do you get your financial information from? You might want to be careful if it is online. Here's somebody who calls herself Medicare Mama on Instagram. If you start drawing your Social Security at 62 because you can't wait any longer, right? But your husband wants to wait two, three, four, five, however many years longer he wants to work. When he does choose to start his Social Security, if half of his is more than all of yours, then you can call Social Security and you can switch from your own retirement account to your spousal benefits. So it might give you a big increase in retirement income. So here's the thing about that. That is misinformation. Are you guys open to clients calling you if they see or read something online, but, but you know, you aren't sure if it's true or not? I really hope that they do. And, you know, even if you're not a client, you're just a listener. Um, if you get news and you're not sure what to do with it, call us. And, you know, whether you work with us or not, we want to make sure that we help you make a good, educated decision based upon what's really actually facts. Um, I know Chaz is a certified financial planner. Uh, that's, you know, one of the commitments that we make to our clients as fiduciaries is to give them advice on what's in their best interest. And I think it's so important. I, I can think of a couple of times times, you know, where somebody had watched a video and they had uh, invested in this Iraqi dinar currency. And I remember a guy coming up to a seminar at, at one time and asking me if we had the ability to help him navigate the, the foreign markets of the Iraqi dinar because he was going to be a multimillionaire. And of course, you know, we know what happened with that. Just to even more recently, uh, somebody had called me about a TikTok video that they have. And I found it surprising that uh, uh, there's a retiree uh, watching TikTok, although they are quite a using, I don't know that I would use that as my primary source uh, to make a financial decision. But, you know, the, the good thing is, is that uh, particular client called me, um, 
he was interested in the video that he saw and wanted to get my opinion of it. Uh, so I appreciate that I was able to coach and mentor him. Uh, when I broke down the video and explained to him, uh, it, in my opinion, just was uh, really poor advice. So, you know, some of the things that you want to take a look at when you see some of this information, uh, what I always tell people and people will forward me videos from like YouTube that talk about, you know, the global collapse of the U.S. dollar and where to, you know, store all of my money when this happens and how to do it now is go to the very end of the video and at the very end of the video you know see what they're selling first and foremost you know um, if they're selling gold or they're selling some type of investment it's like okay I understand now why they say that you know even those uh, commercials or TVs that say uh, annuities are the worst thing ever again go to the end and say you know what are they selling you know it may be a firm that doesn't believe in putting any money in something that is safe and protected for a retiree um, so you, you have to really kind of take that into consideration uh, and, and have to understand a lot of that as, you know, for entertainment. You know, here we're guys on the radio. We've been on the radio for a long time. We try to educate people, but, you know, we understand as well. Um, you know, we try to give accurate information, but you, you want to do your homework and you want to say, you know, how does this apply to my particular situation? And is it relevant? You know, is it something also that, uh, you know, I should make a decision upon? You know, first thing I would, I would just add this. If you're looking to get advice from Medicare mama, uh, that should be a red flag right there, right? I mean, you got to really take a lot of these, uh, um, you know, these TikToks and some of this Instagram stuff, you know, and I think it's a good thing because what happens is it prompts you to think about it a little bit. You make that call out to to us here at the, at the team in America's Retirement Headquarters, but at least it makes you aware that, hey, maybe I should take a look at this. Maybe I'm not doing the right thing. Maybe there's something else I could do, but I'm not going to do it based on what I hear from Medicare Mama. Yeah, and I agree. And I think also just the internet in general and social media has just given the the platform for these fake news uh, reporters and these stories to just be prolif proliferated throughout the world, really. And it's primarily, I mean, we enjoy First Amendment, First Amendment free speech in the United States, yes, but I feel like some of these, um, these fake news stories can really harm people. And so one dead giveaway is if you're not giving your real name. I mean, if you're able to be anonymous on the internet and call yourself Medicare Mama, you know, that's definitely something you want to be concerned about is, is this person actually giving you advice? Are they, would they be, would this be something that they'd be comfortable posting in the newspaper, you know, and reading with, with their actual name on it? So I think that's definitely something to consider is don't, you know, read into everything. Don't take for uh, gospel everything you see on the internet or definitely um, on social media, check the sources, do your own research. There's nothing wrong with trusting, but uh, trust, but verify, That's right. you know, right. make yeah. sure that you are comfortable with the actual ins and outs of whatever the strategy is, because Medicare mama was not totally wrong in that case. I mean, what she, what I believe she was referring to was the file and suspend method, which for most individuals was, um, you could do that until April of 2016, but you know, it, it is still available for people that were born before January, 1954. So for most people, you know, it's not an option, but Maybe, you know, she's trying to use something that is a sales tactic to, to, to make it seem like it's a universal application mm -hmm. when it's really not. It applies to a very, very select few individuals still living. And uh, I think that's how people get over because they're not totally wrong. It's not totally untrue but they can manipulate it into making you think that it applies to you. So understand all of the, the ins and outs of the strategy and particularly how relevant the circumstances are to your particular situation. You know, I run into that all the time, you know, with the Medicare, as we talk all the time about these commercials and, you know, we're, we're right now in kind of a, a down period, so to speak, you know, we don't really have a lot of the commercials or any of that stuff going on right now, unless you're actually turning 65, you're kind of quiet. If you're turning 65, uh, you know, I hold a lot of events talking about turning 65 what you need to do but you know during that annual enrollment period those commercials come out those 800 numbers are are plastered all over the TV and you know they talk about how everything is great and rosy all at a zero out-of-pocket cost mm -hmm. right and uh, you know a lot of times what happens is people will come in to me and they say yeah you know I heard this but I don't believe everything I hear on on TV and or the radio or, or even um, for that matter online and like you said do your homework, 
check it out reach out to your financial advisor reach out to your your um, you know your broker that you're dealing with for your health insurance and ask those questions and you know that's what we're here for we are here to help you understand and and cut through all of the um the confusion and and the uh the fake financial news that's out there I think it's important too when you're looking at you know, fake financial news is to look at the the licenses of the professional that's Absolutely. giving you advice. Um, so a lot of people again, you know, I'm I'm all about free speech as well, but you have to be careful not only as what is their in alternative that they're trying to do, but look at what their licenses are, and you'll be able to get their background. So you know, within this industry, <clears throat> we have a couple of regulatory bodies. So one in uh, here in Ohio, you have the Ohio Department of Insurance. So you can go up on an agent locator, and you can look up agents uh you know you can type in like nolan baker and mommy ohio you can find out what licenses i have with the department of insurance uh there's a organization called finra you know with finra what you can look at is you can look at somebody's broker check license so if you type in finra broker check uh, you can go in and you can type the name of an individual on their uh, website to find out how long they've been in business, what licenses do they have. And the last one is the Securities and Advisors Commission. So if you do SEC Advisor Lookup, you can, again, you can go in there, uh, type in individuals like myself, Nolan Baker. Uh, you can tape the name of our uh, uh, RIA, which is called uh, the Retirement Guys Formula, get the background information. So do that background homework. Do like what Chaz says, do the homework, and that'll help you out. Again, definitely something when it comes to uh, your medical advice. Look, TikTok is, is great for a lot of things. So food hacks, dog videos, if you want to learn the latest <laughs> dance moves. Sure. When it comes to your financial advice and your retirement security, maybe not the place I would go. Similarly, and, and no offense, guys, I don't know if I would come to you guys as far as uh, dance moves go. I've never actually seen you guys on the floor. But uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, getting you to, through, and beyond retirement, as, as Nolan pointed out there, there's lots of ways you can check and verify. A great way to do it, of course, is to come out to one of their educational events that they teach throughout the region. You can go to ARHQ. Com, click on the events tab, find out more about that. Or if you have questions about something that you've heard and you just want to, you know, to, to see if it's up to snuff, give a call 419-794-3030. I want to walk back something that I said earlier, and that was, you know, maybe not seeing the guys at America's Retirement Headquarters for, for dance tips. But uh, Chaz, with the wedding coming up, we were just talking during the break there, and, and, and I know you're taking dance lessons, and Nolan, you mentioned that you just joined the Elks, and they offer a ballroom there. So I was wrong. I apologize. I'm going to walk that back. But still, when it comes to uh, your, your financial advice, TikTok, probably not the place to go. I stand by that thing. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, if you ever need a lesson in humility, take some ballroom dance classes and just... Uh, and enjoy your two left feet. That's been my experience. Two left feet, right? <laughs> I've done it uh, for, for my wedding. I've done it enough to know that I don't ever need to do it again. But yeah. uh, again, let, let's go ahead and dive into the show here after me admitting I was wrong there. A lot of our <laughs> listeners know retirement is right around the corner, but for many people, you know, life gets busy. Time flies by. So what advice do you have for, for somebody that you want to give someone tuning in today on what they should be doing to begin to start the retirement process? Well, I, you know, what I would tell you to do is there's very specific steps that you can take to get, you know, confident about your retirement. So whether it's maybe a, a something that changed within your family, maybe it's a healthcare change that is bringing up retirement a little quicker than you thought. Uh, maybe there's a change in the company that you're working with, or maybe this is something that you've been thinking about for quite some time and retirement is coming up in the next year or two. Here's exactly what you can do. And here's exactly what we'll do to help you out uh, to get you through retirement and get you confident about your upcoming retirement. In fact, we'll put this together for the first five callers that give us a call. There's no cost or obligation. What we'll do is, number one, is we'll create a, a one-page financial roadmap inventory that'll show you, you know, what amount of money you have exposed to risk, what amount of money you have in safer investment accounts, how much you have in taxable versus tax-deferred versus tax-free, things like your risk score, your outcomes of your portfolio, a really clear one-page roadmap for you. The next thing that we're going to do is we're going to stress test your portfolio portfolio to determine the probability of success of being able to achieve those outcomes that you're looking for. Chaz does a fantastic job showing you the probability of success, identifying what some of those biggest threats are, and then showing you ways to increase that probability of success to build better confidence in your plan. Number three, we'll provide you with an independent portfolio analysis to show you what the controllable items are in your portfolio, like cost and yield, how to drive down things that don't add value 
value and the cost of the portfolio and how to look for ways to increase the predictable income in the portfolio. You know, what should be the risk number and the range of returns of your portfolio? Number four, we'll bring Scott involved and we'll talk to you about your health care options. We'll look at cost reduction strategies and discuss that long-term care asset protection plan. Share ideas with you on how to protect your assets without buying traditional long-term care. And number five, we'll provide that all for you in a written summary and, and our observations of what is called a team action plan. So again, first five callers, if you want to call us, 419-794-3030 is how you get a hold of us. Uh, we'll get that on the calendar. We'll make that happen. But Chaz, when you get together and you talk with people and you're talking about you know, what do I need to do to start the retirement process? Anything in addition to the, the five steps that we take people through uh, that you would also add to that? Yeah, I think the first thing is just getting off the couch. I like to use that analogy, getting off the couch and getting involved and just saying, okay, I've made a commitment. Now let's go and, and, and start putting some of the, the plan in place. And so what you're probably going to want to going to want to do first is evaluate and kind of start to estimate some of your retirement expenses. And that's generally where you're going to start to make a list of everything that you expect to pay in retirement, like retirement expenses for food, housing, healthcare, travel, maybe even want to break it down into the basic expenses. And then if you have a, a discretionary bucket, that might be some things that you want to do. Um, then you're going to evaluate your savings, gathering statements. Now, again, in our first appointment, you don't have to have all this with right. you, of course. I mean, we can, we'll give you a, a list of things to come back and, and talk about, as Nolan said, in our second um, meeting, which is what we refer to as our observations review. But take a look at your retirement savings statements, gather those, see if anything's missing. You know, a lot of times clients will say, you know, I, I know I had this pension at a previous employer. I don't have any, I don't have any information about it. Um, start to look through some of your records and, and we can help you search for some of that stuff too. Um, and then we're, from that information, we're going to start to kind of create a retirement budget. And I think after you've done those three steps, you know, again, getting a list of your expenses together, gathering your statements, and then looking at a retirement budget, what you're going to start to find is that retirement expenses um, kind of flow in more of a, um, a monthly sort of uh, situation where, you know, you're not looking for the big expenses. Right? Retirement isn't big chunks all at once. It's just kind of these little little bits of, of income over time that you're going to need to have coming into the portfolio reliably. And so that would start to, you know, give you that, that shift from mentality where, okay, I'm going from accumulation now to how do I spend these assets down as efficiently as possible? How do I go from growth to income phases? And, you know, that's kind of that process that we have, um, you know, that will, that will start to develop in that first discovery session. Uh, but really, I think developing that retirement income plan, I use the analogy, it's kind of like um, starting to think about developing a flight plan. Mm -hmm. You know, how many pilots get up into the air and don't have a flight plan? Probably zero. Right. So you, if you're looking at taking this journey of retirement, the next 20 to 30 years, imagine how difficult it would be if you were taking a flight somewhere, even in the United States, but you only knew one of your layovers and maybe there were two or three. You have to have a plan. Now, it doesn't mean that we're not going to deviate from that plan. And I would estimate probably about 100% of the pilots in the air today <laughs> have a plan, but they end up de deviating. You know, sure. wind blows us a little, a couple degrees to the right. Maybe there's some weather that we have to go above. And, and so that process of constantly trying to get things less wrong in the future, you know, financial planning is not, okay, let's go through this process and now we're done. We're, we put that financial plan up on the shelf. It's a process of working with your advisor to make sure, um, you know, we're getting it as right as we can today, but we're being less wrong in the future. Yeah, there's no better satisfaction to have someone come in and, um, you know, or, or stressed out and want to know, man, can I retire? You know, and like you said, Nolan, whether it's a health issue that has come up or whether it's somebody's job has, you know, changed, new supervisor, you just don't get along, whatever the case may be. But there's no better satisfaction to see somebody walking out with their shoulders relaxed, a big smile on their face, knowing that I think I can finally pull the trigger and start mm -hmm. retirement. Perhaps you're guilty of kicking that can down the road as far as the retirement planning process goes, whether you're you know, a couple years out or whether it is a few months out. You know, there really is no time like the present to 
begin the retirement process. And as a way of saying thank you for joining us this week here on America's Retirement Headquarters, you heard Nolan just so generously offer up, you know, uh, that pretty comprehensive uh, planning process, beginning it. If you're one of the first five callers this week, take advantage of this offer. Give a call 419-794-3030 online, ARHQ.com. We have heard plenty about the emerging technology known as artificial intelligence, but could it spell the end of your job? There was a recent tech conference that revealed a very scary prediction. AI could replace 80% of human jobs in the next couple of years, they're saying by 2027, which includes automating positions that deal with paperwork like bank and postal clerks, cashiers and the like. Uh, how do you guys actually feel AI can help when it comes to things like investing? Well, I guess if uh, they think that AI is going to replace 80% of human jobs in the next few years, might be good to buzz over to our YouTube channel and watch the video we did recently on how to retire early because that one might come in <laughs> kind of handy. <laughs> right. But actually, you know, while you're over there, we've put a lot of the technology reviews that we're talking about on our uh, YouTube channel. So again, America's Retirement Headquarters on YouTube, click on playlist and look at technology overview because we have videos that talk specifically about using this emerging technology. I remember uh, having somebody come into the office and they had talked to me about, you know, they felt that in investing in the stock market was gambling. And my response back to them, well, if that's the case, then you want to stack the deck of cards in your favor and you want to be the house, not the player. And if we look at the technology that's out there, a lot of this technology can make you a better, smarter investor. You know, we kind of date ourselves when we talk about the fact of, you know, I got into the business in the 90s. And it, the amount of time it took me to get information was a really long time. You maybe had to read a five, 600 page prospectus to find out all the fees and expenses, the investment options and the performance. And today with the emerging technology of artificial intelligence, a lot of this stuff can help AI make you a better investor. So number one, we look at data analysis. One of the things that we use here at our firm is called Right Capital. And this uh, algorithm can analyze vast amounts of financial data to identify patterns and really extract valuable insights. The analysis can help investors make more informed decisions about their investments. I know this is an area that you can look at the probability of success of achieving the outcomes. And then you can stress test the portfolio and see how real time that that would impact if inflation got out of control or if you needed long-term care or, or taxes doubled. Number two, if you look at portfolio management, with portfolio management, it can optimize investment portfolios based upon various factors such as risk tolerance, investment goals, market conditions. These systems you know, sometimes can give you automatic rebalancing advice or alerts uh, to make changes, diversify those holdings. You know, Keep your portfolio at the right temperature for what you're looking to achieve and make suggestions on improvements. We have, uh, I'm an owner of a company called Plan Confidence, where we can give you advice on your 401k or held away assets. The company Charles Schwab also has something called Intelligent Portfolios. Fidelity has an automated investing approach, and you see some of those that are out there. Uh, with risk management, uh, another one that we use is an AI algorithm. It can access and predict investment risk based upon analyzing the historical data and market trends. And what this does is this helps investors identify potential risk and helps take a proactive measure on how to mitigate those risks. That software that we use there is called Riskalyze. These are all part of the tools and analysis that we were talking about in the previous segment about uh, what are the tools and resources and how you know can we help an investor make a better smarter decision so we embrace the technology in fact we lean heavy on this technology to stack the deck of cards in favor for our clients uh, i mean i agree i think like you said nolan it uh, definitely is important you know feature or i guess a tool that we use to help enhance our relationships with our clients but it is certainly um not going to be one that I think ever completely replaces human interaction. I mean, but the AI, if you followed it at all, I mean, it, it, it is kind of like this renaissance um, of, of technology and uh, almost touches every single aspect, whether it be education, finance. I mean, there's so many implications mm -hmm. to it. Uh, but again, it's still a computer and it doesn't have a lot of things that, that humans do. So emotional intelligence, you know, it, it can't look into a person's eyes sitting across the table and feel what they're feeling you know it, it can probably analyze some data if you're are able 
to articulate your feelings well enough, but there's still just that emotional intelligence and connection that I think humans have that robot will never replace. In, in just in general, uh, creativity. I mean, this is one of the things that I like most about the business. I, I always use the analogy. It's kind of like painting a picture. Um, mm -hmm. I, I like the artistic forum. Uh, taking into consideration all of the the tools that we have and all of the the issues that the client has and developing a program that is specific to them and I, I just think that will be very hard for a computer um, program to contextually understand all the intricacies of human interactions you hit with something that I think is very very key you cannot with a computer replace that compassion um, you know, when you're sitting across the table from somebody and they're telling you their story about what's happened to them and why they're here, whether it's life insurance, you know, I lost a loved one, you know, my, my brother passed away, he had three kids, he had no life insurance to pass on, and I don't want to leave my family with that. Mm -hmm. You know, AI is not going to be compassion in there. They're going to say, okay, so here's what you need to do, boom, boom. And that's, there's just no no compassion there yeah. so i don't think you'll ever replace that with ai but like you said the human aspect of it is going to be very difficult to replace yeah. i mean it's interesting <clears throat> nonetheless i mean i, sure. I think when you when you look at art imitating reality and vice versa you know you could you could draw uh, correlations to terminator so you've got all those implications and and it's just kind of creating this buzz but i don't know i mean i think it's it's a very interesting topic it's definitely something that we like nolan was saying we utilize and um but we we definitely augment our meetings with it the other thing i was thinking was ethics and values Computers don't really have an idea of what ethics are and, you know, inferring into a situation what somebody's value, what their valuables or what their principles are necessarily. So uh, very, very interesting topic. Never will replace human interaction, I hope. But uh, if they do, we'll maybe just enjoy relaxing and not having to work maybe someday. I don't know. Yeah, well, I think about it like the GPS. You know how uh, the GPS on your phone really kind of changed the game of MapQuest, <laughs> mm -hmm. of printing out those things. And, you know, a very, very effective tool and technology to get you to where you need to be. But, you know, as we know, it doesn't know if the bridge is out in front of you. It'll drive you right uh, over the bridge if it doesn't know that uh, it's out. And, you know, what we do here at America's Retirement Headquarters is we have that technology. So if you want to learn about how AI can make you a smarter investor, we gave you a couple of examples. We can share with you some other ones that can make you uh, a better informed investor. But at the same time, you know, we can be the guy sitting as your co-pilot to help, you know, navigate through this environment because you still need a human being to say, hey, watch out the, the roads out in front of you or there's a blind spot coming up. And th that's absolutely the value that we get. And, uh, you know, giving you the opportunity to get together and kind of go through what we had talked about, uh, which was that offer on uh, the first five callers being able to get that financial inventory the stress test, the independent portfolio analysis, your healthcare game plan, and summarizing it all in your team action plan. We're here to help you out. Just give a call to the number 419-794-3030 and take advantage of that offer. Again, if you're one of the first five callers, this is a way of saying thank you for joining us here on America's Retirement Headquarters. Much like we talk about using uh, financial uh, concerns as, as opportunities, growth opportunities, interest rates, uh, in, inflation, things like that, using it to your advantage, there are ways to utilize AI, the pros and cons of it, uh, to your advantage when it comes to creating your financial plan, working hand-in-hand -hand, uh, you know, with, with humans. And I, I wouldn't necessarily say that as a threat. I don't think we're quite in ter uh, Terminator territory <laughs> just yet. Hopefully not for a long time, but uh, being able to utilize that technology to your favor when it comes to your retirement, 419-794-3030, or go to the website, arhq.com. Now, sometimes it's tough to talk to aging parents about money. There was a recent survey by Wells Fargo that found 40% of the adult kids that they surveyed would rather discuss their parents' death than their finances. That is staggering. Uh, if someone came to you saying that they've been trying to get their parents to see a financial advisor to do that planning, how would you help them bridge the gap to, you know, unify, bring everybody together? Well, you know, first of all, we've had a lot of those conversations. I think of one client in particular that we worked with. I had five generations that we worked with together. So wow. it was really amazing to think about, you know, what the older generation decision-making process looked like and how it was impacting. That was a, a small uh, family that had a business together. And I think, you know, families need to look at it like a business because, you know, not having these conversations, we've seen so many families get ripped apart when sure. something happens and somebody passes 
passes away. And it's usually because these conversations weren't had. And I know we talked about it actually last week at lunch and we were talking about, you know, even our own family situation. You know, my my dad, he passed away at an early age. And so, you know, my uh, dad had a brother, my uncle, and then where my grandfather was a primary caregiver for grandma, you know, and then grandma passed away. You know, I, I had an opportunity to talk with him a little bit and give him advice. And I said, you know, it, it really doesn't matter uh, whether your wishes involve me or not. It's just a matter of making sure that your wishes are known, your wishes are documented, and you, you have spelled that out exactly what you want to have happen. Because I think that's a lot of the times where uh, mistakes happen. I know uh, we had put together what is called the ultimate estate planning checklist. Um, that checklist, what we do is we go through things like beneficiary mistakes. And what I would say is that I've seen 90% of the time when we go through that checklist, uh, a mistake made. Maybe it's not having a contingent beneficiary. Uh, maybe it's a change that happened in life and those forms uh, didn't get updated. Uh, maybe it's a fact of not even having a beneficiary listed on something at all and you know things can get uh, probatable. So when you're looking at how do I talk with my aging parents, I think first and foremost, um, you want to make sure that it's an open conversation. Obviously, if it's mom and dad's money, they can do whatever whatever they want. It's their money. But if they're willing, you know, to get people involved, I think it's important to know that, uh, you know, those family members that want to contribute to a positive way to the conversation and help with solutions, uh, it can help out. Here's some of the things that we see, and I, I welcome what you guys see as well. You know, sometimes with aging parents, you have an issue of diminished capacity. Mm -hmm. um, I can think of a client that uh, had to contact me uh, because dad was getting scammed by uh, some of these uh, foreigners that were trying to get him to send money. And, you know, dad stepped in, got us involved in that situation uh, because of the issue of diminished capacity. Had a great conversation with a lady in her 80s last week. Um, just really well thought out together and she's managing her own portfolio but she's interviewing people because she knows she's starting to slow down a little mm -hmm. bit and she wants to get ahead of that and before you know it gets to a situation where she has diminished capacity if that ever happens that she has somebody that she feels confident in that's going to do the right thing uh, in her situation we also see a lot of times aging parents uh, and the conversation is about health care concerns or uh, maybe when one spouse passes away way. Um, what are the areas that you're seeing? I mean, what are the things that you're thinking when you're talking with uh, aging parents and, and the reasons why they want to get together and the areas that you can help out on? Well, Nolan, I think one of the big issues, you know, I know this with my mother, you know, I've, I've talked about her a lot and a lot of my clients refer to her as their mom as well. So it's kind of cool. But, um, you know, one of the things you, you run into with that generation is one, they don't like talking about it. I mean, they just don't like talking about their investments. One of the things they for sure don't like talking about is dying. You know, I've got a couple of family members. I'm I'm the um, power of attorney. I'm the you know my mom's rock, and I take care of everything for her. But I've got a, a family member that refuses to admit or even think of the fact that she may die. I mean, she's not going to die. Well, she's 85. You know, I mean, yeah, I want her to stick around as long as possible, but the fact in reality is it's going to happen. And to to deny that thought process and to think that it's not going to happen and burying my head in the sand because I don't want to deal with it is not doing any favors for anybody at that point. You know, um, it's it, it can be a very stressful conversation. I think what I'm finding is just like you mentioned, the clients that you were talking to, Nolan, my mom has basically finally got to a point where she's admitting that I want to sit down and make sure that I got everything put in place. You know, I think what happens is you get to a certain point where you understand that you need to do something mm -hmm. and then you lean on, uh, you know, that loved one, that um, executor or power of attorney or family member, whoever it may be, to help you out with that. You know, um, yeah, it's a difficult conversation, but it's it's important conversation to have yeah you know I, I think it's very important i agree completely and i think sometimes the issue comes down to fear of losing independence especially well, sure. when you start talking about long-term care issues i could see in my in my uh, personal situation with family um when that conversation came up um it, it just became 
uh, almost a turnoff where there was just a fear of once we started going down that road that the person, you know, in the family is going to have to go into a long-term care facility. And so I think one of the ways that maybe from the perspective of a child, uh, of an of a aging parent could approach that is to say, no, mom or dad, this is an opportunity to make sure that that doesn't happen. Right. You know, by getting ahead of it and, you know, talking about what some of their goals are, focusing on what it is really that, that they want for their future. Do you want to age in place? Do, you know, how, how's this going to work? And then just discussing the importance of planning because, um, again, it's going to help make sure that those wishes and those goals are met the earlier that we, we start planning for sure. You know, I had that conversation with mom and I, and I told her, I said, mom, here, here's the situation. I know you don't want to start thinking about maybe preparing for, you know, assisted living of any type. I said, but here's the important thing to remember. And, and all of you listeners out there, this is something that's very, very important. If you are fully capable of making those decisions today, you may not be able to make those decisions mm -hmm. tomorrow. Right. And when you can actually determine and put your wishes down and say, I want to go to this place, I want to have this treatment or this done, and you have control of it, over it, that's important because there may come a point in time where all of a sudden you don't have that choice and then you're at the mercy of somebody else deciding what's going to be best for you. Mm-hmm. We understand that it can be a difficult conversation to have and not to put, put a doom and gloom spin on or anything. But, you know, what if down the line a lack of planning leads to, you know, a, a health care situation or a loss of job and income or just running out of money? That is a much more difficult conversation. Those what ifs become what nows. And, and that is something that can easily be prevented uh, with a little bit of preparation. Again, not the easiest conversation to have to to, to bridge, sure. But uh, that's something the team at America's Retirement Headquarters can help you out with. If you need that assistance, give a call, whether it is your finances or a loved one's finances or, or just anything as far as it pertains to retirement, 419-794-3030 or go to the website ARHQ.com because we do. We genuinely uh, you know, value each and every one of you listening. We want to thank you so much for joining us here on America's Retirement Headquarters. Hope you guys have a great week ahead of you. Hope uh, you're safe out there. And guys, as always, grateful for the, the time that you spend with the listeners. And as we wrap up, I want to leave you with the final word. Well, great quote this week. It's retirement is wonderful. It's doing nothing without worrying about getting caught at it. So have a great week, folks. Uh, thanks for tuning in this weekend uh, here on Toledo's largest talk station, 1370 WSPD. And uh, just remember, when you think retirement, think America's Retirement Headquarters. It's home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstance. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.